Hey everybody, and welcome back for episode 54 of The Path Podcast. I am Jason. Hey, I'm Derek. We are so glad that you've decided to join us on The Path here today. Um, We have really kind of a a pivotal episode for us today that um, we are ending up our study through the book of Judges. It's been a long time. This series sort of... Uh, lasted over a few months. We took a break in the middle, but um, but we finished up the book of Judges yesterday. Um, and really, uh, on one hand, you could look at the end of the book of Judges and go, well, geez, like... <laughs> How, what, how do you recover from that, you know, yeah. um, on the one hand? But on the other hand, you can look at it and say, well, but look look at the trajectory it set us on, uh, and, it, and, it's, and it's made us hopeful. And so ra- rather than digging into chapter 21, which it's, you know, please, if you didn't, if you haven't had a chance to read it, go back and read it because it's a tragic end to the story that we've studied over the last three chapters. Um but um, really, I'd like for us to spend a few minutes, Derek, just talking about what um, what is the handle that we hold on to from the entire book of Judges. When you take it in its entirety um, from way back at the beginning um, with, with the death of Jacob all the way through now uh, leading into the time of the kings, um, what, what, what do we hold on to here? What, what should be the thing that we look at and go, oh, okay, well, here's my sense of hope as I finish reading this? Yeah, I mean, it's hard to to take 21 chapters and say, you know, and and 21, you know, various stories. Right. And to say, how do all these line up? But, but, you know, Samuel, whoever, the narrator of this, this, um, this book of, that kind of has this feel of conquest, but Mm -hmm. it's not, it's like the the exact opposite. What point of reference? Right <clears throat> I said the death of Jacob. It's the death of Joshua. At yeah. the beginning of the story. My bad. <laughs> I just want to make sure I'm on the record as saying there you that I know what I'm talking about. Here. <laughs> so, how do you take all that and boil it down to one thing? Well, the the, the writer of Judges did that for us mm-hmm. by placing these markers yeah. all along from 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 the very beginning, as as. Um, as he kind of lays out, hey, this is what we're going to talk about, and here's how the pattern, yeah. you know, here's how the pattern goes, and here's what's going to happen, all the way to the very last verse. There's these markers where he says things like, the, "There was no king in Israel, mm-hmm. and the people did what was right in their own eyes." And yeah. that that phrase I think is is key. Everyone did whatever seemed right to him. Right. That's literally the verse 25 of 21, the very last verse of the whole entire book. Mm-hmm. In those days, there was no king in Israel. Everyone did what seemed right to him. <clears throat> so, And that really that really bookends the book because it, it, it starts with the exact Absolutely. same thing. Yeah. Absolutely. So in case you were wondering, yeah. he gives you a guide to say, this is the whole point of this. Yeah. This is the whole point. Now, what's the point of that? Mm-hmm. Uh, we t- we talked a little bit about these last three chapters, is written in and with irony, a lot of irony, yeah. and I think that's th- what you have to look at. And and the the style of writing is this, you know, look at this irony. Look at these people that were God's people, but they were acting so much like the Canaanite people they were mm-hmm. supposed to in, um, invade. In fact, they act even worse than them. Yeah. And uh, everyone's doing whatever they wanted to do. <clears throat> and it, it helps us to see that 
God had little to do with their lives, even though they were God's promised people. Uh, they, they only wanted God when it was convenient for them or they were in a bind and needed help. And that happens again and again and again and again and again in the story. And what you see is that how God intervenes changes. Mm, yeah. Not a lot changes about the people. They keep doing the same stupid stuff over and over and over again. Right. And it only worsens. It spirals out of control. But, and God doesn't, I'm not saying God changes because he's the same yesterday, today, and forever. But how they implore him changes. Mm-hmm. How even even how he responds to them changes. His, his nature doesn't change, but his response does. Right. And um, what you see is God is less and less and less in the picture. God is less and less and less in the in the story. Yeah, from the human perspective. From the human yeah. perspective. Yeah. And so it seems darker and darker and darker and darker until yeah. you get to this point. It's you know, and that was a phrase I used yesterday was that everything was so dark. Yeah. Why? All that all that has purpose, I think in helping us to see how truly dark it was, mm-hmm. how much people left to their own devices yeah. will tend toward darkness, run headlong toward darkness, yeah. go towards the unthinkable and the unimaginable. They will continue to worship themselves and worship things that purport their, or, you know, um, that propel their agendas and yeah. their things and God becomes less and less and less at the forefront of our thought in fact not a not a thought at all this at this point is very yeah minuscule it's not until they're in uh, a mess of their own making that they like sit down in sackcloth and ashes and cry out to him yeah. again and even then it's very self-serving it is yeah. and <clears throat> you never hear like God say well now you do this. Now you do that. Yeah. Towards the end, and so I think what all that shows us, and what the narrator is helping us to see, is how pervasive mm. the human condition is. Yeah. The human condition is um, worship of our own agenda, worship of our own self, believing the lie that the enemy has said from the beginning to mm. Adam and Eve. Um, you know, hey, God just doesn't want you to eat this uh, fruit. Uh, because he doesn't want you to know the things he knows. He doesn't want you to become like him. He knows that if you eat it, yeah. you'll be like him. So the lie from the very beginning is you can be your own God. Yeah. You can do whatever you want to do. You can accomplish your own things and your own goals. Right. And that was the thing that was not the thing God set up. God set up in the beginning uh, um, a relationship with him. You know, uh, yeah. um he created man in his own image. Um, it's it's like a uh, a dad with uh, with his children or a mom with their children, and, and it's fun to say, "Hey, what what attributes are mine and what attributes yeah, yeah. are yours?" And you can see yourself um, in those. So it's it's that relationship that that father child that um, uh, we we operate and we we need. And breathe our relationship with God, and that's what it was. And as yeah. soon as we sinned, that was severed and broken and obliterated. And we, because of that, and our sin nature, mm-hmm. will constantly and continually 
run away from yeah. the provision God brings. That's what ju- Judges shows you. Yeah. Uh, again and again and again, these people needed God to deliver them. He would deliver them, and for a moment, for a moment, they would somewhat acknowledge who He is yeah. in their relationship with Him, but then they'd run headlong into whatever they wanted to do again right. and again and again. So, that seems very bleak. That seems so dark. That seems so... Hopeless. Hopeless, yeah. And I was going to say, ugh, you know? Yeah. Um, so where's the hope? Well, the hope is you know that Judges is not an um, a isolated book. Yeah. It, it's, it's a portion of a greater narrative. There's more to the story. Yeah. Uh, we see in First um, um, and Second Samuel, First and Second Kings, this new part of the story unfolding. Yeah, the, the the Israelites, the people of God, are so far away from God. They're they're worse than the Canaanites. That basically, you know, I kind of see it as kind of like um, the Canaanites kind of came in and just gradually infiltrated or got gradually. Um, Infected, even if you will, mm. since virus is so yeah. um, in our vernacular these days, and it just and eventually the whole people are just yeah. covered by this Canaanite uh, agenda, this Canaanite living, this yeah. serve ourselves, live for our own gods, and it's infiltrated them fully. And uh, I said yesterday that sometimes. The light shines the brightest. The smallest light shines the brightest yeah. in the darkest places. Yeah. And I don't know, you know, I've been in like caves, like Ruby Falls, or whatever. When yeah, they turn yeah. off all the lights, and yeah. you can't even see your hand in front of your face. Right. But like a pinpoint light, mm-hmm. right? A small flashlight, or perhaps even the 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 glow of uh, a cigarette end, or something mm-hmm. like, that, or a small match. You you that would invade that darkness. Yeah. Just a small flame. Yeah, in the darkest dark, right? And uh, that's what's happened here, or that's what continues to happen. Is that you hear this, you see the story of Hannah, mm-hmm. devoted to the Lord in the midst of a crazy world, yeah. uh, where this amalgam of relig- of Judaism is operating inside of this Canaanite enclosure, you yeah. know. Yeah where Eli is somewhat faithful but he doesn't even raise children who are faithful to the Lord God yeah. but then they serve as priests and, and leaders in a way to you know, lead people to worship uh, falsely mm-hmm. and um, you know so Samuel comes in as a protege of Eli and God gives him a vision and says basically Eli's done in the wrong, wrong in my sight and his children have done wrong in my sight and so that lineage is going to end yeah and then you see samuel the light mm-hmm. raise up in that and then you see a, a people of uh, the people of god say hey saul needs to be our king right and yeah they they base that off of the kings they see <clears throat> in the canaanite lands yeah. that they're surrounded by so a canaanite exposure <clears throat> has led them to select yeah. a canaanite king now the lord the holy spirit's on him for a little bit but then that fades and so this Canaanite king among the people of Israel is eventually appended by this unknown, unthought of, ruddy in appearance, yeah. smallest stature, 
um, son of Jesse, the smallest one of the seven, yeah. that comes up as this small little light, but then he comes and becomes a yeah. king. And he the shines messy, in the darkness. He yeah. shines in the midst of all this darkness. Yeah. And that king, that king uh, David, is that promised line of the Messiah. Mm-hmm. It's that messianic line, and so you see this small light begin to flicker. Yeah. That glows into a, 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 a small flame. That grows and grows and grows throughout the rest of the narrative of, of Scripture. Yeah. You come to uh, the end of the Old Testament. You have 400 years of silence, and then you see Jesus. Yeah. Born in a manger in the light. Yeah. Burst through. Burst through the dark world that surrounds it. Yeah. That's the story of Judges. Mm-hmm. Um, we're just in the first portion of the darkness. Yeah, it's like the end of Act One, if you will. It of, is of a three-act play. Yeah, yeah. So you see all that. It brings immense hope because mm-hmm. the story's not done yet. Yeah, <clears throat> it brings immense hope to help us to fully see. Yeah, fully grasp. Left to our own devices, we would do the same thing. We do again and again what the people of Judges did and said, hey, we need a new leader to rise up, a new deliverer to come out and to judge and to, li- and to, to be God's person in front of us, mm-hmm. right? And that only lasted for a split millisecond most of the time. Yeah. And these, it was meant to show us that no human being can mm. be our deliverer. Yeah. No man, woman, or anyone other than God himself. So what God did, and this is the hope. Yes, we the the point the final point yesterday, we will all fail. And when we do, God makes a way. Yeah. God makes a way to cover our iniquities. And that is the Lord Jesus Christ. Right. God himself. Philippians two, verse five. Um, let me let me read it. <clears throat> I don't want to just Summarize it. I want to read it. Go eat popcorn. <laughs> so I have to remember it. Philippians 2. Adopt the same attitude as that of Christ Jesus, who, existing in the form of God, did not consider equality with God as something to be exploited. Instead, he emptied himself by assuming the form of a servant, taking on the likeness of humanity. And when he had come as a man, he humbled himself by becoming obedient to the point of death, even to death on a cross. For this reason, God highly exalted him and gave him the name that is above every name, Hmm. so that at the name of Jesus every knee will bow in heaven and on earth and under the earth. And every tongue will confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Unlike the earthly deliverers that the Lord allowed to rise up when the people called on him, most of them were either um, chicken, you know, like Gideon, yeah. or they were like Samson and exploited. Mm-hmm. God sent his own son who did not exploit his power, right. came in full humility, emptied himself completely so that he could be perfect without blemish, a lamb ready for the slaughter Mm -hmm. that would once and for all cover our sin. A sacrifice made for you and me so that our iniquities, 
so that our sins, so that our failures could be fully covered mm. by his blood and that he could be the perfect deliverer. Yeah. And so that's that's the that's the story of judges. That's the story of the Bible. That's the hope that we have. Yeah. We will fail. We right. do fail every day, but Jesus made a way. Mm-hmm. Jesus makes a way and freedom and and forgiveness and perfectness. He makes us holy. Mm-hmm. Is found in Him and in Him alone. Yeah. So, I think yeah, that's what we got to hold on to. I agree. I think one one of the things that's been striking to me as we've gone through Judges is that, um, you know, we, we've you referenced this yesterday. We've we've used Judges as this mirror for us, and I don't. I would venture. I'd be so bold as to say that we don't have to be reminded of the fact that we fail every day. I think we all know that. If if we're we being honest, we don't like to be. Reminded, we don't like. We don't like yeah, to be reminded. To be. But if we're being honest, we understand that. I, I know I mess up every day. We we all know that. Um, but I think the the thing that's been really um, uh, what's the best word? Maybe soothing mm-hmm. is the right word. Is that even in the face of my failure, in spite of myself, God still works. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I've been just I've been reminded over and over again of God's mercy, as as we've read through Judges. Because by all rights, God God would have been fully justified to say, you know what, forget this. Like you you guys are clearly not going to do what I've asked you to do. Um, and yet, over and over again, He says. Let me deliver you. Even mm-hmm. though you've put yourself in this situation, mm-hmm. here's a deliverer. Even though you've chosen to disobey, outright disobey, here's grace, and let me mm-hmm. let me help you in this situation. And so, um, uh, even though this book is incredibly dark, f- to me, it makes the light look that much brighter. Yeah, that um, that we. Not that we need to dwell on the darkness of our sin, but we need to be reminded of the darkness yeah. of our sins from at times, so that the light shines all the brighter. Yeah. I think. Well, I, I think it's very easy. You said as, as easy it is for us not. We don't have to be reminded of our sin. Mm-hmm. I agree with that. But at the same time, late Satan is crafty. Oh sure, yeah. And so there are times, man. Like especially if things are going well. Yeah. Even in a church, there are times. I just have to be honest. It's like, oh cool. Yeah, look at how well have, we've God done. used yeah. me. Yeah, look at God how well I've done. God used me. Yeah, and that is a, and, and I'm I'm reminded I've uh, parallel to this, and I think God in His providence allowed this. There's a, a podcast mm. I've been listening to uh, about the rise and fall of a certain church mm-hmm. and a leader and you know basically and and he kind of in this in this particular podcast becomes a. A, a, a plumb line for for many many other religious yeah. leaders of our day, not just of, of Jesus' day, of our day, yeah. that somehow think God has uh, um, supernaturally appointed them mm. to be some authority figure, yeah. so that whatever they say and do, what, regardless of whether it's biblical or not. Mm-hmm. Should be followed and yeah. done. It's on par with scripture, and then yeah. they have this yeah. thing, and and they skewed scriptures that talk about the authority a pastor has, and um, you know the leadership things that God has done supernaturally to give giftings to people that He's placed in leadership. Yeah, and so it's easy. I could see where it would be easy being a pastor, being a senior pastor for three years. I could see where it'd be very easy to think. God must need me. Right. God has placed me or whatever. 
And I don't believe that because thankfully I'm reminded of yeah. my sin and my failure and my faults. Yeah. And I know it's yeah. not true. Yeah. But I can see where the enemy would 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 trick us and 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 operate within God's kingdom and try to create this counterfeit mm-hmm. kingdom very and subversive. Yeah. yeah, very subversive. And I can see where that those lies would be easier to believe uh, even in my own life. And so mm. I need to be reminded yeah. that this ain't about me. Um, I'm, I'm no one special. Yeah. God, in, for some reason, in his grace and mercy, is using me in spite of me. Yeah. This is about him. And so I have to give my whole entire life to say, follow Jesus. Mm-hmm. Don't follow me. Follow God, follow his word, follow who he is, because he's the light. I'm not the light. Yeah. He's the deliverer. I'm not the deliverer. <clears throat> and I think we all need to hear that whether we're in church leadership or not. Yeah. Because we the enemy tells us the same lies that you sure. can be whatever you want to be. Right. You can be the thing here. You can be the yeah. person here. And we do that in our relationships and our um we abuse our our, our uh, whatever kind of leadership God has given us in our place of work, even in our home. Mm-hmm. We abuse those things that when we begin to believe our own hype yeah. or the hype that the enemy wants us to believe and fail to realize I'm just as much in need of the deliverance of Jesus as anyone. Yeah. So. Yeah. That's a great point. That's a great point. Well, um, we would love to know what God has shown you through this uh, book of Judges. There's been a lot of ground that we've covered and a lot of um, looking in the mirror that we've done through the, the past many weeks as we've gone through Judges. And we would love to know if God taught you something, what you learned about yourself, what you learned about your relationship with God um, through uh, through the book of Judges. We would love to hear from you. You can do that uh, by emailing us at the path at lafayettefirst.life or you can comment straight on this video or on this podcast. Podcast. We would love to hear uh, how God is working in your life. Um, but looking forward to uh, next week as we come back, we're going to start um, a new series looking at Mark chapter 9, something called The Good Life, uh, uh, Mark 9 and 10. Mm-hmm. Um, and we would love to, we, we, I'm looking forward to that, um, talking about... Um, to your point that you just made talking about like the counterfeit versus mm-hmm. the reality of what um, what God teaches us in those in those things and so um, hopefully you will join us again next week but until then I am Jason I'm Derek and we hope to see you next time as we continue down the path